Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Training with Tucker podcast. My name is Tucker Gross. I'm an endurance athlete and coach, and I started this podcast to share information, stories, and advice to help endurance athletes optimize how they train. It is a beautiful snowy day here in Colorado as I sit down to record this episode that is all about fueling your training. And I should say off the top here that I am not a registered dietitian. I have no degrees or certifications in nutrition or any related field, uh, but I, I have a, done a fair amount of research on these topics, so I feel pretty confident in what I am going to share with you. But if you have any issues or challenges with your nutrition or fueling, uh, please speak with a professional speak with a registered dietitian or nutritionist. Um, I have a few that I have partnered with in the past and can recommend to you, so feel free to reach out if you're looking for a good one. All the stuff that I am going to cover today is applicable to anyone and everyone, but I'm going to frame this more for endurance athletes. No matter what your fitness goals are, you need to adequately fuel yourself or else your body will not be able to support the training load and eventually may start to break down. A good starting point for any athlete is to spend a few days tracking their diet through an app like MyFitnessPal or Chronometer. I, I don't recommend tracking your, your calories every single day, but doing this for a few days will give you a good picture of where you're at and where you can maybe improve. So through these apps, you can plug in what you're taking in on a daily basis and also your exercise so that you can figure out if there's maybe an an imbalance or anything that you can improve on. For endurance athletes, it is important to make sure we're getting enough calories. Yes, it matters you know, where those calories come from, but let's keep this simple and just talk simply. You have to make sure you are getting, replacing the calories that you are spending in order to survive. Um, And there are some really costly consequences related to being in a state of um, low energy availability, which is now referred to in the medical world as red S which stands for Relative Energy Deficiency Syndrome in Sport. The symptoms of red S can range from increased fatigue and lack of energy, mood swings and depression, loss of muscle mass, decreased testosterone levels in male athletes, uh, impacted menstrual cycles uh, in female athletes, just to name a, a few of the symptoms, and the fallout from training in this state of low energy availability can range from decreased recovery all the way to higher risk of stress fractures and, and other injuries. So bottom line, make sure you're getting enough calories in to support the training you're doing. Food is energy. Without adequate energy, you won't be able to optimize your training. The recommendations that I give when it comes to nutrition is to consume lots of different colored fruits and vegetables, take in different grains and proteins that are ideally from plants, 
um, eat three good meals a day, and make sure you have healthy snacks available for consumption throughout the day when you need. Especially as athletes, you're going to get those those hunger cravings at different points, and it's easy to reach for um, you know the less healthy options when you're you're in a pinch. So make sure you have something healthy available. Water and electrolytes are another important aspect of of our fueling. Aim to drink about half your body weight measured in pounds in ounces each day. So 150 pound athlete would be shooting for 75 ounces of water per day. And this obviously can can vary based on the conditions, uh, whether you're, if you're training for two hours in, in the, in the summer, in the heat and humidity, you know, your, your needs are going to increase with hydration. You know, a good way to measure this is by looking at the color of your pee. And if throughout the day, your pee is in the kind of pale yellow range, you're doing a pretty good job with your hydration. When you're in a normal daily training, you you should be able to replace the sodium that you lose through your sweat with, you know, through your diet. Um, But using products like Noon, Scratch, and Tailwind can be really helpful uh, when you do increase the training load or you are sweating a lot more and need to make sure you're replenishing that that sodium and and the electrolytes. In order to figure out roughly how much water you need to replenish during exercise, you can do a sweat rate test by weighing yourself before and after a 60-minute run without consuming anything between. Any weight lost is the amount of fluid that you lost through sweating. I'm going to include a link to an article in the show notes that goes more in depth on this and how you can apply a sweat rate test uh, and do this over a period of time to get a good sense of how much you should be drinking during your runs. The guidance for fueling during training is that in any session over 90 minutes, you want to make sure you're, you're taking in fuel. You can certainly fuel on shorter runs, but you won't see a performance drop off if you don't. Sessions 90 minutes and up you should aim to take in 200 to 300 calories, 12 to 24 ounces of water, and 200 to 500 milligrams of sodium. This really depends a lot on the person, and so figuring out what works well for you in training is really important. The gut can be trained to tolerate and process more fuel, so aim to start on the low end of these recommendations and gradually build up and see how your body responds. Athletes can certainly complete much longer sessions than 90 minutes without any fuel, but it's going to negatively impact the training session itself and your recovery from the session. If you've ever gone for a long run without fuel, and felt like you have to lay on the couch the rest of the day, you should probably look into your fueling as you are putting your body in a depleted state. At the end of the day, everyone is different, but my advice is to keep things simple. Cook delicious foods, 
eat things as close as possible to their natural state and avoid processed foods. Make sure you're getting in adequate macronutrients and practice your fueling and training. Lastly, avoid doing anything restrictive as that is often difficult to stay consistent with in the long run and it's less enjoyable. In order to have any healthy habit, it has to be enjoyable to make it something that you can sustain for the long run. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this and got some valuable takeaways that you can apply into your fueling for your training. If you don't mind, leave a rating, a review, subscribe to the podcast and share this with any of your friends, family, anyone that you think would benefit from hearing it. And I will be back next week 